This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready? This is Left Until I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Hello Fox fans, how the devil are we? Still hungover? What a what a night. Hey, England football, keep that welcome mat out because we are gonna win the Euros. Welcome along to the show. It's Lester Till I Die TV. We're on Facebook on the group uh, Lester Till I Die, believe it or not. On Twitter, if you're in the Twitter sphere at Lester TID, and if you're in that big one in the middle, and if you're not, please get over to it and um, press all those buttons for me. We are on Lester Till I Die TV, and not unlike one of my guests this evening, I do like my buttons to be pressed. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Let battle commence. It's the Leicester War Show. Leicester till I die TV. But who will win? Join in now. It is. <laughs> what I'd planned to do this evening, um, it's kind of all going to change. So we're going to sort of, it almost kind of, have you, ever, have, you, have you ever seen Burnley play? Because it, we're just going to make it up as we go along. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> we'll say hi to Nippon. Hello, Nippon. How the devil are you? Uh, if if you if you don't like um, if you don't like uh, referees and perverse VAR, come on in and you can, you can have a chat with us. Um, back in your club gear, I see. Yeah, I can't wear the same outfit for two shows, Nippon. Come on, you know what I mean. I've got to I've got to mix it up. This is a Leicester show after all. Now, anyway, yeah. Tonight, we were going to have a discussion on refs or VAR, following on from sort of um, last night's referee, which I thought was actually, he did all right, but a few people weren't so happy with. Um, Personally, like I say, I thought it was all right, but we moan, don't we? We're football fans. If you look up football fans in the dictionary, you'll see a couple of words like fickle, moaners. Years ago, we used to blame the referee for everything. We'd lose 5-0 and it would be the referee's fault. Now, we like to blame VAR. Are we ever going to be happy with anything? Well, we're going to try and find out today what's better, refs or VAR. And I have got, I nearly used the word friends then, but uh, that's in its loosest possible term. But I have got some chat buddies in with me this evening. One of them you'll know. And so I shall bring him in now and say, good evening, uh, evening, Craig. How are you, sir? Good evening, everybody. Um, good evening, Chris. I'm good, thank you. How are you, mate? I'm very good. Craig there, who I know if I ever agree with him, then that it's time to take my medication. Um, right. <laughs> we'll, bring in, uh, we'll bring in Dan. Good evening, Dan. Long time good evening, no see. Long yeah. time no see. How are you both? Hope you're well. Good, we are. Thanks, we are. Dan, who you probably recognise. In fact, he's fed up with being recognised because everybody thinks he's that world-famous pop star. I can't see it myself. I don't think you look oh, like anything red. like, anything like uh, Lady Gaga. I really don't <laughs> think you <do. laughs> And finally, but I really don't know where this one might go. We're going to bring in Maisie. Good evening, Maisie. Good evening, Chris. Are you okay? I am good. If you ever need to Amazing. know where Maisie is, she's always hanging out with Tigger. Well, she's always looking for poo, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> That's my nickname, Tigger. Yeah, I can believe it. (laughs) You showed me earlier what you bounce up and down on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You missed this, Craig. Yeah, do you want want to go into a side room? Me and Dan will have a chat about football. (laughs) I'll tell you what, these two, a man of your age and disposition, you'd have been shocked, I'll tell you. <laughs> I quite don't know. I, I like my, my I like Maisie. You know, my my likeness for Maisie is, is a bit like diarrhea. Really, I I just can't hold it in. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh, someone has commented. All the feelings mutual. <laughs> Good evening, TM. Bring a bit of normality to the conversation. How the devil? Normality was from a Spurs fan. I'm not sure that's going to happen. No, no, I don't think it is. You know. We were supposed to have um, a talk, a gentleman called Talk MU coming in uh, to to debate with Craig about whether we should have refs or VAR, which is better, what works better, what the fans like. Talk I, it hasn't turned up. I think he's, he's probably still looking for the last time Man United won the Premier League. 
but um, <laughs> the, uh, it'll be a long it'll be a long search for him. It was a long time ago. Anyway, Craig, you are the gentleman, uh, and you've made a lot of notes. I saw and um, <laughs> very very impressed. You 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 don't like VAR. I mean, no, none of us. I've got to be honest with you. Probably like VAR, but you certainly are. Oh, he's putting his glasses on now. It's getting serious. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to look intelligent and match you two guys. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm not. Saying it's not anything. working for me, and it's not working for you. Honestly, mate, you're like one of the Chuckle Brothers, the one that the one that's not here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I get this every week. Every week. I don't know why we're doing that. <laughs> I will say one thing, Chris. I will say one thing. When you was doing your show, I got rid of that bloody panda. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at look at. I mean, um, Craig's background is a bit like that advert for Wick, for Wicks. You know, the kitchen and the room behind you. At least that's fine. I made the football. You had a, a stuffed animal behind you. And I know I shouldn't yeah. talk about your missus like that, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is the football show. And um, TM, I'm sure we won't, we'll, we'll leave it for a bit and we'll come back and insult your assault Spurs again later. But, um, but in fairness, Craig, I mean, when I've, lo I've looked at the Euros and they kind of, I thought, got VAR about right. There was none of this sort of waiting around for sort of five minutes while they make a decision on most, on most, I should say, um, cases. In fact, half the time, they didn't even show us a replay. But I think that shows the difference between uh, the Premier League and other leagues around Europe. You know, if you've got a system that's ratified by UEFA, then surely everybody should be playing off the same hymn sheet, as it were. But But we don't. I think... I think we've given too much power to the PGMOL because they seem to be the ones who are making the rules and deciding how they, not making the rules, how deciding how they interpret the rules. And I think that's the biggest issue. I, I'm not against the use of technology in, in refereeing at all. Goal line technology has been fantastic. But that's because, you know, aside from one Villa goal that, you know, we won't talk about. But <laughs> apart from that, you know, it's a matter of fact. What we've got at the minute is that um, referees are definitely not blameless. But what we had yeah. when it was just referees was human error. What we've got now is yeah. computer-assisted human error because they're still <laughs> making errors, but it's just by someone else who's watching a TV screen rather than the guy on the pitch. And we're in danger of creating two games, a game that the fans are actually at live in the stadium and a different match that everyone else at home's watching. And it seems like it's been shifted away from uh, what's going on in the stadium too. Let's make sure we get everything right. Let's all use all this technology and they still get it wrong. Is it, Dan, a sort of just the case of it still bedding in? And if so, how long do we give it to bed in? Uh, I wouldn't say so, no. I think everyone's trying to ship it in and get it right for off the off the get-go. It's, it's going back to what Craig said then, to be fair. We see it in supermarkets as well, you know, all these self-service checkouts and stuff like that. They Stan, get it wrong. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say, stand back from the fish fingers. <laughs> but no, it's like, it, you know, they, they get it wrong. But yeah, if you was to go to a till and queue up behind everybody, nobody wants to queue up behind, behind um, you know, just a general, a general till. Everyone wants to go and do it themselves. And I can understand it in nowadays and mental health and stuff like that. 
you know, people don't want to be sort of talking and things like that. So mm-hmm. they might want to do it on their own. But taking that aspect aside, that's pretty much what we've got with VAR. You've took away the ref's power by him him giving one decision and VAR going, no, no, I'm, I'm not having that. But then most of the time, VAR is like, okay, well, it's your call. You do it your way. And that's because they've got the mates back at Stockley Park. And that's one thing I disagree with. Do you, I mean, I was looking before and do you, we have got at a match, Maisie, we've got a referee, two, I'll still call them linesmen so it doesn't get confusing. You've got a fourth referee. You've then got a um, the VAR referee and an assistant VAR referee as well. I mean, the, the game is going to be sort of, you know, just changing completely. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. For me, I don't see the reason why so many people need to check on if a goal's allowed, if it's a potential red card. There's no need. All you need is just a line, a linesman, just say if it's offside, a ref, and then someone in VAR just to say, right, I agree with your decision there. You've got that right. Or no, I don't agree with your decision. Go to, uh, go to have a look yourself. It's that's all what needs to be done. All these refs, it's just no need for it at all. I, I agree. I mean, Craig, would it be better if? I mean, Wimbledon. Let's let's take Wimbledon and when they first brought in whatever that one's called. I can't even think what it's called now at Hawkeye. Wimbledon. Hawkeye, yeah. And we had obviously John McEnroe, you know, you know, who thought it was a joke and not serious, and arguing all the time and smashing his racket. Now they just get on with it. They accept it, mm-hmm. and and it literally is. A two-minute, the balls... I mean, there was one earlier I was just watching before I went on Dan's show, and literally it was millimetres on the line, and it was in, but it was in. So, you know, maybe VAR is correct. Maybe it's just not set up correctly for the Premier League. But that's that's the thing. They're, they're, They're dealing again in matters of fact. You know, we... We are still uh, working on opinions. Now it's just shifted the opinion from the guy actually in the uh, refereeing the game to someone else watching it on TV. And the biggest problem is, for me, is that they're now starting to referee the game differently because they know someone else will check it for them. So they either don't give things and think, well, I'll get bailed out if I'm wrong, or they'll give something and think, I'll get bailed out if I'm wrong. You know, they, they're not going with, with what they're supposed to. I mean, I, I, I looked at the, um, the Premier League's own website earlier and, and about what they said. Uh, and This is from the Premier League's website. You tell me if this is what happens. So the question was asked, what qualifies as a clear and obvious error? Because that is when the only time that VAR is supposed to step in and say, hang on a minute, I think you've got that wrong. It says, in testing... There was no unanimity at all. Different VARs came up with different outcomes. But the VAR should not be asking, do I think it's right or wrong? The question is, is what the match officials have done a clear and obvious error? And there's a very high bar for that intervention. That's just rubbish for me. I I don't think that's the case. And uh, I think they're stepping in and refereeing the game themselves. You know, to say that, it, it also says on the Premier League website that only the referee can ask for VAR to intervene. And that clearly doesn't happen as well. 
you know mm -hmm. they're being told in their ear hang on a minute we need to go back and look at something so i don't think their own rules are very clear at all no yeah I dan did, is it a case of um you know it just takes too long i mean my concern is that we're going to end up like american football soon yeah it, it, it's worrying you know and we we did say that these two or three minutes and everything else that's needed it's it's not right you know it, it's okay it's two or three minutes of slowing the game down but it's added on at the end and then and then you add it on at the end and then there's a controversial incident at that point for me i thought var were brought in to rule out all this diving crap that goes on you know it, it wasn't it wasn't involved to start checking goals here there and everywhere although it, we have been on you know don't get me wrong we've been on the the positive side of VAR, we've been on the negative side of VAR, <coughs> Johnny Evans. Um, all, all I'm going to say is that, you know, it's it's just been one of those situations let where... Let it go, let it go, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll have, a, I'll have a pound of bitter afterwards. Yeah, bitter, um, I can tell that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's the decisions are taking too long. It should just yeah. be a case of the, refer the referee's there for a reason. To, mm. to hopefully say, right, this is what I've seen, that's the situation, done, move on. But yeah. no, it won't be long before that little flaming spazzy car that we've had at Flaming Euros is refereeing. Going <laughs> 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 to say good, good, uh, good evening to uh, talk. Good evening, talk. Evening. Right. Evening. Talk there, the guy who's got the face for radio. I hope that was a bloody good tea. We've been going 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, mate, it was. It was lovely. Nice, um, chilly, chilly stuff. I, be I believe I believe you did have the pleasure of seeing uh, Maisie's roast earlier, though. Yes, I did. And it was, oh, yeah. Or was it you roasted Maisie earlier? I'm not sure it was one of those two, <laughs> she said, anyway. But, <laughs> controversial. <laughs> <laughs> hey, play this back afterwards and see what I was saying about her. Uh, we've got Craig in who, who's very much doesn't like VAR and um, okay. he says we should be going back to refs. Dan who and, and Maisie who sort of, uh, they're, they're liberals because they're just sat on the fence and can't decide which way to go. And uh, But are you in favour of refs or do you, I think you prefer VAR, don't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, VAR is the byproduct of the game's advancement and in, and the advancement in the revenue that it creates because such big decisions are made in terms of teams getting promoted, teams winning leagues, etc, etc. So I think it's just one of those things that we, 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 we're always going to get, if I'm honest with you. However, on, on, on the other side of that, there are some serious flaws in it. And I would say that 90% of the VR decisions that have been made on uh, the, in the Euros, have uh, been have been much better than they've been made in the Premier League. I don't know if everybody agrees with that. We we were saying that, weren't we, um, Craig? That they are better. But do you think that? And I'll come to Maisie on on this one. Does do the rules need to be changed to make the best use of VAR? Because VAR and the present rules, like the offside rule, just doesn't seem to work. My God, what's happened to Dan? Oh, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, but before you, before you say anything, Major, by the way, if you see Dan go off screen there, it's because he's having a drink, but he doesn't, he doesn't want the rest of us to see what he's carrying. No, I've, sh I've shut the blinds. <laughs> I've shut the blinds just because of uh, the sun. 
That, that, that woman opposite having a shower again, is she? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's her husband this time. <laughs> That's why you shut them. But Maisie, <laughs> all joking apart, it, do the rules need to be changed to adapt to VAR or can, can you know, VAR, and it's going to be the third season, I think, next season, isn't it? Can they be tweaked to, uh, I mean, the offside rule is just an absolute joke, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. The offside rule is an absolute joke. It's really strange, though, because you look at, like, leagues and sometimes the VAR just works so great. The Euros, the VAR worked amazingly in 95% of this time it worked. So Mm. you don't even know whether it's just a Premier League rest because they're like, oh, I'm a bit too scared to give a decision out or you don't know whether it's just because the VAR for the Premier League just doesn't know the blatant rules. It just needs to be clear out. Personally, you may for now need to look at VAR, put straight up rules, right? This is what offside is. This is when you should look if a goal's offside. This is what a red card is. So every, single, every ref, every VAR ref will look at and go, right, that is correct. Because honestly, I feel like when you have a goal going now, you just can't really celebrate because you just say like, oh, I've got to wait for VAR for five minutes just to check if the, if the goal stood. And then by the time the goal stood, you're like, no, I can't be bothered celebrating now. It happened five <laughs> yes, minutes ago. Yeah. Or, of course, the other option for fan, for players to do is what I like to call doing a chill well. And, you know, you go off, you celebrate and you, you have, you know, you have a mini orgasm at the corner flag only to then realise that your goal's been chalked out. <laughs> yes. That was um, a great example of it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it is a, but, Craig, I mean, at the Euros recently, I think it was one of the penalty shootouts. I, I want to say Ukraine, but I could be wrong here. But at the end of the shootout, the referee actually stopped the, the, the players celebrating because they were still obviously checking mm. that the player was on his line, etc., etc. Yeah. It's, it's just taking everything, it's ringing everything out of the game, isn't it? Um, it? It is. To be honest, I don't have so much of a problem with that, again, because it's a matter of fact and you can see it clearly. Was the keeper off his line? when If, if he saved it, was there anybody encroaching? You know, again, these are matters of fact. It doesn't any of us without any training can say yes or no the problem is for me it's it's those decisions whereby we're allowing referees to change the rules of the game and if you if you'll indulge me a little bit and and this is basically within somebody mentioned the penalty last night okay as and for me this is a perfect example what we've got is a game that people watch live in full speed which is then refereed in slow motion. And and that is the biggest issue for me. As I say, just indulge me a little bit. I, I went onto the FA uh, website to look at their rule and what they've got under the word foul. So this is a foul, okay? A direct free kick is awarded if a player commits any of the following offences against an opponent in a manner considered by the referee to be, and this is three things, and this is the important bit, Considered by the referee to be A, careless, B, reckless, C, using excessive force. So if any three of those happen when a player charges, jumps at, kicks or attempts to kick, pushes, strikes or attempts to strike, tackles, challenges, trips or attempts to trip. If any of those are done with careless, reckless or excessive force, it's a foul. Nowhere does it say 
brushes against. Nowhere does it say accidentally makes slight contact. And we're now in uh, a game where if the game is slowed down so much that you can see one player touch another and be, and then a player choose to, to go down, that is deemed enough to give a penalty. Now, for me, last night, and I would say 80% of penalties we see, none of them are careless, reckless, or use excessive force. Therefore, we've got VAR changing the rules of the game, and that is fundamentally why VAR can do one. Okay, <laughs> let's um, let's get you back back in with everybody else back in. Rise, do, do you agree with? I say rise. I want to call you rise. I'm sorry. Talk. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> you answer to anything. You've been called worse, haven't you? Um, um, <laughs> do, 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 would you agree with that? Uh, I can see what you're coming. Sorry, what's what's your name again? Sorry, it's Craig. Is at the top. Craig. Craig yeah. Yes. Um, I see where you're coming from with, with the argument there. Um, but you know, when when we when we're talking about decisions that are quite clearly been made wrong, and it costs the team massively in terms of you know, progressing into a cup competition for revenue, promotion, relegation. I mean, obviously, you can't just use it in that context of just teams that may be about to gain or lose, because obviously that wouldn't be, you know, it's not, not really fair, is it? So, mm. I think what you're saying about the, the slow motion aspect of it, yeah, it's an interpretation thing. I think what they need to do, in my opinion, is they need to, they need to start introducing... Um, ex-players who have obviously no affi affiliation to any any clubs that, uh, that are playing in specific uh, fixtures and have them in there with some training on the refereeing side of things but especially for those incidents where you think wait a minute like there's a good example of the one was the, the david louise one in the arsenal game in the early on in the season when he was he was running for the ball to get to catch up with it the opposition player just got in front of him, but David Luiz was in full motion and he couldn't stop himself or slow himself down. And he just he put his arms up and let his arched his back as the player went past him, but the player's leg caught David Luiz's knee, and he got a red card, and they gave a penalty. And I was at the time I was going off my nut saying, "What are you doing? That is never a penalty. He's not." Well, well, well restrained there, talk. Well restrained. <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what I mean? I mean, it, it was a, it was a totally ridiculous decision. So it's either that bringing ex-players who've got no affiliation to said clubs in matches, or invite referees from different leagues to come in. Yeah, I mean, and give their opinion. Yeah, I mean, Maisie, you've got um, uh, on that point there. I mean, you've got all your Premier League players that, in fairness, when they retire, they've got most of them. Most of them have got enough money to to live on. But you've got a lot of ex-footballers from, you know, leagues say two and three that know the rules, that play by the rules, that uh, you know don't come. They come out of football without a job, and this would be a, a great way of getting you know keeping them in the game and like uh, talk just said lose it using their experience mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. it would be a good idea for a player to be on var or as a ref because like you say they know the game more than anything they've been in the game before but uh, if for example that was the case it, i feel like 
if it was a Premier League player, they couldn't do the Premier League because they could be biased to some kind of club. And you don't want you want a non-biased referee. Um, so if I were gonna say let's bring a player like a next player in, I'd want someone who's come from Spain or come from France or Germany, just so it's just that little bit of a mix-up, isn't it? And it's just less bias. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, but Dan, on that point, I mean. We know that Spain and Italy and all these, they interpret rules different to us in this country. And referees, when... I mean, we have a referee from, from Leicester, don't we, uh, Craig? Kevin Friend. Yeah. And he yeah. can never, because he's a Leicester fan, he can never officiate at any Leicester game. And that they have to, uh, you know, um, admit to their affiliation or, the, you know, the, the following of any club. Uh, but, you know, you would hope, uh, I mean, I get what Maisie's saying, but you would hope that if you've got somebody that's just retired from Hartlepool, that they're not, you know, a follower of any Premier League club. And if they do, they just say they are, and they don't, you know, do those matches. No, I, yeah, it's, I, I totally agree. I do. Th I, I actually think they should give it to the um, people that are still coming up in the refereeing game. I think it gives them a, a different aspect as well. Uh, if you take somebody that's doing. Northwest Counties Division football, where they're seeing players kick lumps of crap out of each other week in, week out, then, you know, they, they'll get used to sort of what's to come if their refereeing career takes off. And it gives them a second outlook as well of, you know, the games above, what things they could face. It's almost could be seen as, as a learning curve for the up-and-coming referees. It, it could be used as a bit of a tool to sort of progress the next line of referees in the country. Um, but at the moment, the way it's being used, is it's farcical. It's it's nonsense. Um, as I say, the off the offside situation, what what it, it it's gone gone are the days of you know the you know playing off the shoulder. I should I mean I know this week in week out we've got Chris Wood who's constantly offside because he's literally on the shoulder of the last defender trying to run on, and you know if 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 Chris Wood were playing mid nineties. You know, when benefit of the striker was in was in play, it it had been twenty thirty goals a season. Hmm. Can but, I just add yeah. something to this VAR argument, which is uh, sorry the the offside, which which was yeah. Hmm. I said I said on Stephen's channel like it was last year sometime. Um, we was having this same debate, and I said what what they should do really in this situation because they use VAR for offside, there should be a second line of marginal advantage. And when I say marginal advantage, I mean they get the geezers who can do all the um, number crunching and the, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff, the, the physics of the game, etc., to work out what would give you a marginal advantage because that's what offside is, right? Yeah. And then they work out how far that line should be from the first line. And if you're too far into that second line or over that second line with any part of your body, then yes, you're offside because you have a marginal advantage. Now, well, that's a, not, that's another thing for me though. The lines, the lines are dodgy. What you well, you've got them at an angle. You've got them at an angle every single game. Why aren't they showing it from a dead straight? You know, from one yeah. end to the other in a dead straight line. At well, moment, think, it's like a cockard version of a flaming. What is it? Your uh, spirit level. Yeah, it, it's just not. It looks. It looks like that, but it's actually not. It is actually straight. It's. It looks. It's just. It, it gives us. That's kind of skewed angle and looks a little kind of strange, but it is straight. It's definitely straight. But if you think about that, then you go, okay, look, there's more room then for giving the advantage to the striker who's done the hard work to get in that position and put the, 
to, to get onto the chance created. Now, if your foot, the whole of your foot is in between the last line, sorry, the first line, and then the last line after it, or, or even half of your foot is in that space, that to me is not a marginal advantage. So it's not offside. No. If your foot is all I, 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 for me, I'm, for, for me, there's a very simple change they can make to offside. And that is instead of if any part of you is in front of the defender, you're offside. Make it if any part of you is level, you're on. So even if your yep. whole of your body is in front of him, but your back leg, because you're running, is level with the defender, you're onside. That, for me, that's the simplest way because you're not changing anything fundamental. You're not adding more lines. You're just saying if any part of you is level with the defender, you're onside. The advantage is given to the attacker, not the defender. For me, that's a the very thing is, simple as a footballer, I, you know I agree with what you're saying, Craig, because as a footballer, you are judged on what you do with the ball at your feet. So it should be based on mm. your feet, not if your fingernails longer than the oh. defenders, not if, just not if you know. It, it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. That, that would end, that that would change the that would actually change impact and change the game because you would then have teams thinking about not because you could just push the defense back by constantly getting that little bit ahead of them, but keeping your leg or your foot on side, and they would be going shit. And then you could you could push a whole defensive line back just by keep doing that because they would be like, oh shit! Well, yeah, but, you know, the, but the, the but the opposite is if defensive line decide forward, they would have to come with them to stay on. I, I don't see how that changes anything, to be honest. Yeah, but when you're in the difficult the, ball, the difficulty of this argument is though as well that with both ref and VAR, the fact that every single season they are playing around with the rules, season mm. in, season out. That doesn't help any refs. Refs that have been in the game for Shall years. I tell you, it doesn't help VAR. We, it's it's madness. Dan, let, let I tell you something. I was I was I was looking at uh, as you can tell. I've been researching a bit. Um, interestingly <laughs> just a tab. enough, just a tab. You, know, you just talked. Yeah, you you talked about um, the fact that football's with your feet and it should be your feet. I, I'm sure a lot of people don't realise on a penalty. So when the um, the goalkeeper's on his line, that's fine. For encroachment, it's written in the rules of VAR and how it's used that it is only the feet that count as encroachment. So you could lean in and you're not encroaching. It's only when your feet do. So for that, they're taking it as just the feet. Yet for VAR, it's any part of the body. It just shows the inconsistency of VAR. It makes no sense. Yeah. Clear incompetence, I mean isn't it? I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. suggest something here on the, on this particular point with offside, and I am gonna go completely left field here, totally. And you may well laugh at this, but why don't we just get rid of offside? I was just thinking the same thing, Chris. You know what? And I oh. thought, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I know. Thought, <laughs> I mean, wait. I was thinking then. I was thinking then, like, oh god, am I am I gonna be mad? Maisie, um, what, what do you think? Get rid of offside altogether? Honestly, like. For me, offside, it's just one of the most horrible things on VAR going. It's just the how long it takes, um, how sometimes they say it is offside when it isn't. On, it's just like scrap it for VAR. Just let the refs do it. If they think it's offside, it's offside. If it's not offside, it's not offside. It's a goal. 
that's all I think it should be in terms of offside. If the linesmen say it's offside, there's no need for VAR to check every single goal going, oh, that's offside, that's not offside. Mm. Check it for offside. There's no need for it. Every single goal it happens for, and it's honestly getting to that point where it's just an absolute joke. I mean, I'll, it t- says, I'll tell you a again, place for me, thought, Chris. Go on, go on, Craig. Sorry, here's a, here's, a, here's a quick thought. You talk about getting rid of uh, offside. Why not extend the lines of the 18-yard box and say in between the two, there's no offside? It's only if you're in the box. Yeah. Say that again. Sorry. I'm, I'm, uh, so the 18-yard box, just extend the line yeah. to the side of the pitch and between yeah. the two penalty boxes, there's no offside anymore. So you can break away from just inside their half or whatever. It's only those sort of tight decisions. And to be honest, the linesman then only need to patrol the penalty boxes. They don't need mm. to be running and be 50 yards away when a long ball's played to see whether who's put it out for a corner or whatever. The they only, only have 18 the yards to I patrol. Said that, you know, you, you may, you know the, the only thing with that is you've still got that offside rule in position. The other thing as well, I mean, Reese has just said here, I mean, you know, he's Scottish, so you have to allow him a little bit of a what's he talking about sort of thing. Um, but, uh, sorry, that was Rich. He says real-time replay. Good evening, Rich. Um, pop over to his channel, um, Rich Sports, on YouTube. Rich, if you get rid of the offside rule, you might as well bring uh, back pass back. Well, we've got pass back now. You just can't pick it up, you know. And then there was, there was that one the other day, was it in that game last night, when there was questioning whether the, the ball going back to Schmeichel, he picked it up, was it a back pass, wasn't it a back pass? Has getting rid of that back pass really done anything for football? Has it really improved it that much, the fact that the keepers now just can't pick the ball up? I don't think so. I don't think no. so at all. And I also no. think that last night's game was full of controversy, to be honest. When you take it away, obviously, you take your, I think the your glasses biased, off. I biased, don't you? 100%. <laughs> That's an in-joke, by the way. It was... Yeah. It was you know, it was a strange one. The Maguire incident wasn't a yellow card at all. If no, you can't no. jump up and use momentum with your arms, right, whether he catched him or not, the the opposition player's gone in with his head low down. He's not gone mm. in with his head up hard to try and get it. So that, for me, the free kick in the build-up with that was wrong. Our penalty that was actually given, I don't think was a penalty. I don't think was a penalty mm. at all. The one that no. uh, Stephen mentioned on my channel earlier, the Harry Kane incident, was was a good shout for a penalty. Um, that one was one of those you can see given, but the Raheem Sterling one goes back to what you said again, Craig. If it's about feet, then that Sterling penalty shouldn't have been given because they're saying that the encroachment was the upper body check. Just so, remind me, Dan, did the, the actual, and I've slept since then and I'm an old man, but did the actual penalty we got come after the penalty we didn't get? We did. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. can I take you back, Craig, and bear, the other three guys bear with us because this is a bit of a Leicester thing. But do you remember the, the West Ham game in the year we won the Premier League? Yeah. <coughs> we won the Premier yeah. League. Are guys, you going to say the refs yeah. even things up? Well, there was a foul on Robert Huth when he was literally neck wrestled to the ground and he didn't get it. He didn't, we didn't get the yeah. penalty. Schlup <sighs> fell over, in yeah. my opinion. And it was almost like the referee was going, shit, I should have given that other one. I'd so he slipped. This one. Slup slipped, yes. <laughs> slip, 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 slipped, yeah. Slip, slipped. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, 
are, are things that you know that's that's you know do the referees do that i don't know am i being yes. unfair in accusing yes, them of that what, did, you, what you're trying to say i mean is, you've got to think did the ref did the ref give sh sloppy seconds that's what you're trying to say <laughs> 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 to get that in mate. Oh, talk, talk! You've just pulled, you've just pulled a flaming Chris joke out the bag. Oh God, mate, mate. I'm going to give you that one. I'm going to give you that one. That was a great one. I think the big thing is, though. I think the big thing is, I we all accepted when a referee got it wrong. I think what we can't, and there's an excuse for that. As I come back to, as I said right at the, at the start, this human error. There is no mm. excuse when you've got all the technology at your disposal to get it wrong if you follow the rules of the game. And they clearly don't. As I said, by that that penalty last night was a little nudge. That was not careless, reckless or excessive force. It was never a penalty. And the problem is, even if you go back and say, um, well, this is where VAR kicks in because it tells the referee that he's made a clear and obvious error. If they're the rules of the game, the referees made a clear and obvious error, so he should have been overruled. But referees will not overrule other referees when they go and sit around the same table with them next week. Talk, I want to bring this point in for you because uh, Rich made this point earlier and mm. it's something that we, we've kind of touched on earlier as well. But, you know, he's saying that we should maybe have real-time replays. Now, the problem with real-time replays is that... VAR is there to see if you've made a mistake. If it's a real-time replay, you're not necessarily going to be able to see whether it's a mistake. It's only when you slow it down and do mm. the slow motion that you can see if there was contact or you know, if there wasn't, it's offside, etc. So do you think real-time replays would, would help at all? Um, I mean, well, they do actually, to be fair, they, they do actually... I think see it not for the first time in real time and then they slow it down i'm sure i've seen that but they actually watch it in real time and then this then it gets slowed down surely they do that yeah i'm not sure I, I thought i thought they saw it as slow because i've heard sort of commentators comment on it as well mm -hmm. but i could be wrong I, it has been mm -hmm. known the point is chris the point is sorry so the, the point is, and I'll, I'll, I'll come back to it, and I know it may sound boring, but if a challenge is careless, reckless, or using excessive force, you don't need to see it in slow motion. It's obvious. No. They're only looking at yeah. things in slow motion to see if there's a slightest touch. And if there is, it's not a penalty. I'll tell you an incident that I'd go back to. The one where I can't remember who it was that got sent off. Because he'd gone in for the ball, but it ended up sending that player's leg literally like in on itself. Um, and I sh I'm sure that yeah. was during this year, Rose. For yeah, me, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, do, I don't think that was an intentional foul. I, I, you know, personally, I don't think it was intentional at all. I think he's he's gone for the ball. Okay, yeah. in today's game, it's a case of if your foot's high up. But at the end of the day, he can only go where if there's two people coming, he can only go where that ball is. And the That's fact is, his foot, his foot connected with the ball and then caught the man afterwards. Now, Bal this, this, this thing goes on to another argument, off. doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, it goes to another Bal argument then, though, about... The same thing. 
I want to just yeah. draw your attention to that foul that you're talking about, Dan. And the, the 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 problem with that foul was the fact that the guy who made the t the challenge was in a, his his whole body shape was not best suited for him to be lunging forward in the manner that he did because he was totally out of control of his out of his limbs. He had no control of what they were going to do after he maybe even caught any contact with the ball. The fact that he caught contact with the ball was, in my opinion lucky for him even though he still got sent off and that for me is like a learning curve for players going forward it's like look yeah if, if you feel that you can't you're if you're like look you know you know that thing where you're like you're running and you're trying to like lurch forward to get somewhere and you you're not quite like in a best position to do so when you lose a bit of balance and you go stumbling right that kind of arrangement this is what happened there so it just it, it educates players in that you if you're not feeling like you're going to be able to make the challenge correctly, you know, and be in control of what you're doing, then don't make the challenge. Don't just like stick your your limbs out in hope, you know, last gasp like Ugh, like that mm -hmm. because that's what happened. And it went, it, it, I know what you're saying. It, it caught the ball, I think, and then it just went slamming into the other player's leg. Whereas if he would have been a yard closer, he wouldn't have had to have had his leg as high up, and he wouldn't have caught, made that kind of contact. So it's a bit of a um, bit of a learning curve as well, I think, for the yeah. game for players to you know look at going forward because he could if that would have been a little bit he me he could have even been if it had been at a slightly different angle or a slight bit more pressure he could have sent he could have totally snapped on his kneecap like beyond yeah. repair. Yeah. Um, to, um, sorry, Rich there says if you have to slow it down, it's not obvious, which is a very good point. You know, it is. That is an excellent point. And Maisie, who I think uh, probably just got a little bit of a dicky tummy because she just had to nip off then, but welcome back. It just clicked <laughs> off for some reason. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, we know. We've just, 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 just remember to change your quilt cover tonight. But... Uh, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you after the show, Craig. I'll tell you after the show. But, uh, yeah, Maisie... I'm getting, I'm getting the feeling I know. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that not right, though, Maisie? You know, if, it, if, I have, if we do have to slow it down, then it isn't obvious, is it? Of course. Um, I completely agree with Rich there. I don't feel the need to slow down every single challenge what is made. Some challenges, yeah, they are accidental, not a yellow. But, like, when they're obvious and they're clearly reckless, you can see, like, this, like, all studs went in on somebody's leg. You can tell that is clearly reckless. So why would you need to slow down on that? Give it a yellow or give it a red. It's just as simple as that. There's no need to slow it down every single game. If you need to slow down a challenge, then it's clearly not a red or a yellow in my eyes. I mean, this one, Maisie, uh, I'll stay with you, stick with you for this one. Uh, I'll teach you to, to leave the chat. Um, Thank <laughs> was, you very much. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> I know you're off to check your key ring. But the Sweden game, <laughs> <laughs> when you looked at that in slow motion, to me, that's where the slow motion helps because you could see the guy's leg bending. And everybody was sort of saying, like, oh, I don't know if that was a sending off and did he get the ball? What? Well, he'd gone into that play and you could see the, the guy's leg bending and he deserved to go, didn't he? Yeah, I suppose when you look at it in that way, yeah. Um, 
when you have to slow it down in them kind of situations. But like you say, 95% of them, you don't need to slow down and they just slow them down. There's no mm. need for stuff like that, if you want me to be fairly honest. Just, uh, like, the ref should just easily look at it and go, right, you've uh, that uh, that guy's died or, oh, my God, the studs went in somebody's leg there or you've pushed him over deliberately. If that's the case, then you, it's reckless play. You just give him a straight-up yellow or a straight-up red. You don't need to do anything further than that than going to VAM and having it checked out for 10 minutes, putting on extra time at the end. It's just stupid. Yeah. Craig there, I mean, CG, good evening, CG. Thanks for joining us. They've used TMOs, which is the VAR equivalent in rugby, since 2013. Same teething problems and challenges as you were describing here. It has taken until this past season to really see the benefits. I mean, that's fine, but, and I don't mean this disrespectfully to, to the rugby, there's a hell of a lot of money at stake in the Premier League. And if it isn't fit for purpose, and I don't think VAR... Whether it's, you know, it's a good idea or not, it's just not fit for purpose, is it? Not at the moment. I think the issue. I think the issue is again, it's how it's being used, and that's the problem. I, I don't have an issue with it, other than the fact that the way it's being deployed, because they're not refereeing to the rules. You talked mm. about that game where the guy's leg buckled back, and you could make an argument and say that was careless or reckless. That's fine. It's a foul. It's. Mm. It's the, it comes back to this old thing about how they're using the technology and when they're using the technology. For me, it should be used sparingly, not virtually every decision. And they pick and choose which ones to do. I mean, they, they, they only take VAR from the last phase of play of when a goal is scored. So there can be a goal scored and they're happy to go back and see whether there was a foul and infringement further back during a game we've we've all seen those yet if somebody scores from a corner yet that corner should never have been given because it was clearly the wrong decision they're not interested in that kind of thing no. those sort of things if they've got the technology there could be checked in the time that it takes someone to walk to the corner to take it in like two or three seconds who did it come off last quick word in his ear you got that wrong I, yeah. that's how technology should be used and i know somebody touched on it earlier cheating diving play acting getting hit on the arm and holding your face that should be pulled up I mean, I mean, these are the sort of thing yeah. these are the things well, that we, fans want these days, right doing doing an immobile that's the only what yeah. it's called yeah. these days yeah this it? is what fans hate the, the thing is that's that sean dash has been going on about this for years and yeah. he even came out recently and said, you know what, I'm not even going to bother talking about it anymore. Because every single conversation that he's asked about it, it's not making any difference. He's the only manager that seems to speak up about it. It needs to become where if there is sort of diving and cheating going on, send them off. Oh, you'll cut it out. If You'll there. cut it out. If you send them off, you'll cut it out. If they do it again within a certain period, so, sort of work it a bit like the police in a way. So you do it again in a, in, in a certain period, you'll receive another red, but you'll also get a fan on top of it. That's cut the shit, sure, cut the Sean shit, Dyche. cut the mustard and tell them straight. Sean you know, Dyche, you know, a, a man ahead I'm, of his time. But, but, but I'm, I'm going I'm to ask you that I'm happy, sorry, quick one. I'm, I'm happy if that's retrospective as well, if you can't see it then. Look at it over the, you know, over the next couple of days and pull them up on it. You know, there's no, there's no excuse for it. Every game is recorded, every second of every game. Yet people, yeah. players, get away with it, and they're taking liberties with the fans. Mm -hmm. I can go, I can go back to one incident when, and I think it was last season, 
Burnley played Man United, I think it was. Sorry, sorry, guys. But Burnley played Man United, oh. and we had Peacock Farrell in goal, right? Who obviously clearly isn't our number one. He's not even number two. No, with that name, he shouldn't be. No, no. <laughs> um, but you know, he, he came out, and Rashford were coming towards the ball, and the keeper literally pulled his arms away and like sort of arched his back as if to say, right, I'm nowhere near him. He stopped himself. And you just see Marcus Rashford just sort of like spin and turn to the floor, received no card, nothing, was told to just get up and get on with it. Mm. But then I go back to an incident where, where the season before last, we played Bournemouth and we I think we had a corner, we was claiming for a handball or something like that. Uh, Asmir Begovic picked it up, booted it out, Bournemouth went out other end and scored. So they're all celebrating and stuff like that. Next minute, referee pulled it back, disallowed Bournemouth's goal and took it back and gave us a penalty yeah. on, on, v, on VAR. The thing is, there's no consistency. It's no. about what, you know, every game has got different. It's like the rules are different in every game. Whatever referee you've got, if he's in favour of this or he's in favour, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. And you're always going to get that. And until you actually get rid of the humans, you're always going to have interpretation because... But changing the, the rules the every pitch. year doesn't help. Changing no, the rules no, every year doesn't help. Seeing that a handball up to here is fine, but any lower, and it's not. Uh, oh. if, it, if, it touches, if it touches your arms, whether, whether it's wherever. I mean, yeah. the Italy-Spain game. Rick, Rick Chiellini or Benucci, who mm. sort of fell, and as he turned, yeah. it hit his arm. Mm. You know... Now, Dan, you're going to have to behave now because the good lady is in. Uh, okay. So, have you have you taken his panda cake? This is what we want to know. <laughs> and we'll, how much do we have to pay to get him released? Um, and oh, where's the ransom? Yeah, players that do army roll. Good evening, Kate. By the way, thanks for popping in. Uh, players that do army rolls across the pitch pretend to be her and then get up and run about. Uh, parents or legs. Agree with Daniel. Definitely deserves fines and game misses for this purpose. Hey, you're yeah. agreeing on something. Wow. I Clint. agree with Clint. Dan as well, though. <laughs> I honestly, I agree with Dan because when you look yeah. at an, one game in particular, what really annoyed me was a Man United game versus Spurs when McTominay accidentally hit Son in the face. Um, it didn't get picked up in it. I think the ref probably thought, let's continue with the game. And then when Cavani scored, it was only then Vier decided, oh, let's look at Son because he was still on the floor. It was an accidental hit. It shouldn't have been even looked at by Vier because you could tell it was accidentally, barely even touched McTominay's face. Mm. And then they disallowed the goal for it. It's, it's just yeah. David it should be up there with match fixing. Yeah. Darwin should come. Darwin should come up with match fixing. Yeah. Again, look at the Immobile moment. Yeah. He's literally on the floor screaming like he's been shot. As soon as goal goes in, he's looking round to see if anybody's seen him get up. Yes, that yeah. is it, it, it's match fixing. I, you, you, you've seen like that. you've seen professionals it's, literally get yeah. fans banned banned for fifteen months from football for it. So why aren't you doing the same thing? Double standards. Players, players. Players talk about respect and that they want respect, that they show absolutely no respect to each other by mm. cheating and diving. And it is cheating. Yeah. It's blatant yeah. cheating. There's no other word I, for it. Than I agree. You should, get, you should get a, a, a re, re, what do you call it? React, not reactive, but you should get a, a yellow card. And then if you get retrospective. And if you get two, then you miss a game. But, right, um, Rise, talk. I want to come to you and ask this because we talked earlier about. 
whether it's in the same session of play or, or etc. And I want to come to you as a, as a non-Leicester fan because I want to use the example of the FA Cup when we, we won the FA Cup, just in case you, you didn't know that as well. Um, <laughs> just drop these, these reminders in every now and again. But the goal that we scored... Yeah, nothing. You can't take away that it was a fantastic goal, but of course there was questions about whether um, uh, it had hit um, uh, Perez, and when he cut out the the, the, the uh, Chelsea coming out. I mean, if it's hit his hand and it's a handball, then whether it's the same state of play or not, should that not be brought back and stopped and said no because it was that was a foul that was against the rules of the game. Well, yeah, if there's a foul, if there's a foul or an encroachment that is beneficial to one side or the other, mm. that is clear and obvious, then it has to be it has to be looked at, surely. You can't yeah, the thing is, say, well, they... Sorry, the, the, the thing is with that, Chris, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't a foul. You know, the rules, and this comes down to referee the rules as they're written down. If yeah. it's deflected off a part of your body and goes onto your arm, it's not handball, and that's what happened in that in that. No, no, I was just asking the question. Yeah, yeah. What I would like, what I would like, you know, we talked about it, it might come like American football, and there's too many delays. What I would like is a referee to have a little pitch side mic and be able to tell the crowd why he's given a decision that he's given, because they give decisions, they don't come out after a game and explain it. I think. Fans would give referees much more respect if they knew why they'd given certain decisions. As it is now, we don't know. We have to guess why they've given certain decisions. Turn your microphone on, say, right, I've disallowed that for handball because blah, blah, blah. I gave a foul for that because of X, Y, Z. Just tell us and we might have a bit more understanding. Yeah, there's that video, isn't there, that Australian referee that's just joined the Premier League this year. He was marked up and everything seemed fine. It's not just that, though. When VAR came in... They said that fans will be able to see exactly what a referee will see, what Stockley Park will see. We will see all that on the screen. But no, we get this fancy little VAR is in check and that is it. We don't see shit unless we get home and we have a look on, you know, look on flaming Sky Sports highlights and things like that. The thing with that, though, Dan, is like, because in the Euros, they haven't been showing that screen back and it sped things up a little bit. And my worry is that if we mic the refs up, then it's just going to maybe incite crowd violence because, you know, you've got everybody hating the ref anyway. And it doesn't mean whether we're here or not, they're still going to they're going to say, oh, yeah, OK, fair enough. You know, there's going to be some idiots there that are going to do it. I agree though, that they should come out after the game and explain why they've made certain decisions. The thing is, Managers though, even if do you do mark them up, they shouldn't... Yeah, uh, if, if, peop, if people mm. are marked up... Yeah. If you're on, if you're on a game, you're not going to hear the referee when he's marked up or anything, because coming right. through the Tannoy system, it's gonna, it's gonna be a bit of a ball ache. But when you're, what if you're watching it on TV, and you, and you've got a choice, you know, they've, they've made a choice where you can have fan noise or no fan noise. So why can't you have a choice to yeah. hear what, what's going on yeah. between referees? Because trust yeah. me, I bring a whole new, a, a whole new uh, respect to the game if you could see what was going on and what was being said. Can you, do that can you imagine rugby, Mike Dean being mic'd up? God help us! But I've, I've got I've got a in question rugby, for the Man match. United. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a question for the Man United fans here, both of you. Um, where where did you finish last season? I thought you were going to ask them where they lived. 
<laughs> For Maisie, yeah, we just follow the follow the smell. <laughs> um, yeah, we came second. Yeah. Ah, did you? Where do you think you came, Maisie? We came second. Yes. Is this did. a what, what kind of trick question is this supposed to be? Ah, this this is a Stephen Fetley quiz question because without VAR, you would have come third. Liverpool would have been second without VAR. Unfortunately, I can't get away from the fact that Man City would have won it. But mm. the big thing is, Arsenal would have finished fourth. But no top four for Leicester. No. <laughs> we, 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 we can't even get Jesus. into the top four, Maisie, when, when we've not got VAR. Six. We would have finished six. So we would have still got Europa League. We would have you wouldn't have anyway because of the FA Cup. So it doesn't matter. We cannot. Listen, this is, like I said at the start, like I said at the start, it, this is a byproduct of the, the evolution of the game and the monies that are being generated. This is not something that is been decided just purely by the big wigs of the Premier League. This is from pressure, from sponsors, from people who provide the monies, Sky, etc. This is, you know, this probably took, if we found out the truth of how long it actually took to get this into the Premier League, I bet you'd find it was probably a good few years, you know, two, three, maybe even four. Chris with his fingers. Um, That's to Reese. <laughs> at the end of the day, do you know what? I think it's just it's what. And let me let me just ask you this. Then this is an interesting uh, question. How how would we feel if we didn't have all these sort of controversies and little isms to to discussing in games and to cause these kind of exciting moments for for teams who are going to benefit and heartbreaking moments for teams that are not going to benefit. Because if we but didn't have all them before, but it was just by the referee. I mean, I, I watch matches. Obviously, we all watch match of the day, and I hear the the hosts forever saying, "Oh God, we've got to talk about VAR again. We've got to talk about yeah. VAR. You know, VAR's taking over. Oh. We're going to talk about that, not the football." Well, I'm sorry. Go back three oh, years, Gary Lineker, and you were talking that, as much about the referees. Let me ask you this, Chris. Let me ask you this. Okay, then VAR gets kicked in the in the nether regions, right, and it's elbowed. And we go, right, we're just going back to referees and linesmen. And you're like, yeah, cool. Everything's all unkidori. And Leicester, last game of the season, just need a point to win the league. Right? Jamie Vardy's tear-arsing down the wing. Cuts in. Um, something happens to, to deny him the goal. And the referee doesn't, doesn't allow it. So you don't get the goal. That gets you the Premier League. When everybody can clearly see from even real time replays and slow motion replays that, whoa, whoa, no, wait a minute, that's a penalty. He should have got a penalty, but it's not yeah. given. I, what happens I, there? I would be absolutely peed off. Of course, I would be. Just and as I am peed off it. now with VAR, if a VAR decision yeah. goes against us, it's just my yeah. anger is aimed at the VAR person rather than the, the, the referee. This is, this is the thing, is, is yeah. The, the, the bad things in VAR are outweighed by the good things in VAR in terms of the, the correct decisions that are made in terms of who benefits and who doesn't in terms of what is right in justice. Right, Arsenal some... benefited looking at that. 
the situation is with one referee, it's one person making an incorrect judgment. The fact with VAR, it's six or seven people. Then people in a then people back in a in a room in a different venue making the wrong judgment. So there's too many people. It's like the too many cooks spoil the broth situation. You know, saying you've got too many referees at the actual game that can't seem to you know fan their ass from their hands. Sorry, Mazer. And then you've got you've got people like you know um, people at Stockley Park who don't want to go against the their their mate. You know, people that they sort of will go out for drinks with at the end of that. It, it's it's madness. It, it's madness. I think I'd rather have an issue Mad, where I one player, yeah, Mad. where what if one if one person, if you was to say the referee gets one thing gets it wrong, gets one thing wrong in a game, fair enough. Even yeah. if he gets a few things wrong, as you say, it's one person to blame there. It, it VAR, it, VAR isn't just VAR. It's the no. people that have created VAR. It's the people you've got working for that. Working for that. It's just it's an absolute mess. Craig, I want to. I'm going to suggest something here, seeing as my uh, my 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 no offside rule went down like a pork at a Jewish wedding. What I think we were in the Champions League, and there was extra linesmen behind the line. They, they did sweet FA, but they seemed to have a stick or something rather than a flag. But why not have do is technically almost the same in 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 the football, but have the referee and have four linesmen. So that you've got a linesman in each corner, if you like, and so if if if, the, you know, if it's over on one side and, and the guy, the referee, sorry, the linesman on the right side can't see through about twenty players to what's going on on the left, and I know the referee should go diagonally across uh, in opposition to where his linesmen are, but they don't always. But what about having two extra linesmen? Which is great until which one of them decides whether that ball went out of play on the halfway line. Well, you would, you would hope, you would hope that they would either a agree, but which side did it go out? Okay, if it went out on the right, you would expect that linesman to deal with it. All right, you could then say, well, what if it's in the centre of the pitch? Yeah. If the two, if the I mean, two I... ref, if the two linesmen are saying, well, I think it's a, and the other one says, I think it's b, the referee has to make the final choice. I haven't got a problem with that because at the end of it, it puts it puts lines people. Um, assistant referees, shall we say, closer to the action rather than standing on a halfway line and trying yeah. to see whether the ball's gone out yeah. off someone 50 yards away near the opposite corner. You know, it, it, it's not a bad thing. At the end of it, what happens in the stadium should stay in the stadium for me. It's a 90-minute game. Decisions are made. You know, sometimes they're, they're wrong. 99% of the time, they're right. What you haven't got is different people's interpretations and a different game being watched in different places. You know, you can argue that um, certain things have have changed for the better, you know, that people don't get their legs broken on a regular basis like they used to in the 70s when we were watching it, Chris. But was there that much wrong with the game? I, I don't think there was. You know, it's, it, it was a better right. game. I mean, I'm, what, sorry. What said earlier, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry yeah, what, for you. What you said earlier, it, it, is, it is money. Yeah. You, you know, you, you youngsters get upset if people sort of moan about the, the national anthem. Oh, did I say that out loud? But, um, you know. And we've had, we've, um, we've, we've had players on here, Chris. You, you've sat in with many ex-players on here um, from the 80s, even the 90s. You know, they don't like the way football's gone as well. They no. 
they were athletes you know they yes. they liked the physical element of the game which is being taken away from football i mean that's a, that a real broader, men back in the day weren't they you know it's a physical game but it's being taken away but it's being taken away because there's var there checking every little touch that a player yeah. may have made on someone and what happens then is the players know that's going to happen so mm, we yeah. see we, what we've seen more this year i think is players initiating contact and someone touched one on one earlier you'll see them running and leaving a leg out to make sure that it hits the defender now mm, yeah. a player in the room with the in the var would know that that's what's happened what they look at is actually the legs have touched he's gone down it's a penalty you know you'd, ne you'd never it, see a lesser like striker doing that would you craig well, you, you would, and, and going back to that point about whether it happened on the last game, game of the season for us to win the league, the, that, it's an irrelevant point in some ways because there's probably been 10 other decisions to get us to that point yeah, where we exactly. may have won the league that exactly. would have been right or wrong. Well, it should be just, just, yeah, like, just play to the rules yeah. and referee yeah. it by the rules. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You, yeah. you said before, uh, Craig, about real men. So I'm going to come to Maisie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to ask one word. I'm just going to ask you each now one thing. If we're kicking off next season and there was a vote and you had to say, ref, or, you've got to go for one. None of this sitting on the fence burn this shit. You've got to go <laughs> for one. <laughs> <laughs> they're all the same these burnley fans some oh, fans like just... that as well though to be honest honestly i lived up there for 20 years they could they couldn't decide whether to get up and out of bed in the morning i'll tell you well i don't know why do you think i'm still sat here chris <laughs> yeah. I, you sat on the panda that's the worrying thing so, Maisie, i want to say ref or var if you had to have one if I was going to have one, I would probably um, just have ref. Have ref. Talk. Yeah. Ooh. Dan. Right, now. I'm no, not no, 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 I've been sat here trying to figure out what positives I could think of for VAR. And there is only one positive I could think of, which is that games aren't about referees. Because a lot of referees sometimes like to be very whistle-happy. They like to take the game into their own perspective, make the game about them. That's been ruled out by VAR, in my opinion. That's the only good thing about it. So, saying that, so from that, yeah, I, I'm in favour of refs. F-VAR. <laughs> Up the North Macedonia. What, what go, sorry, what did you go for after all that, Brad? <laughs> you know, uh, I said they call you Brad. Dan, what did you go for in the end? Sorry, uh, I, I'm in favour of refs. You're in favour, in favour of you would go for refs only. Yeah, um, Craig. Yeah, I, I think the, pro the the problem is not necessarily with the technology; it's how it's administered, mm. but. Let's go back to refs until they can do it properly, as matter of fact, or everybody has the same decision. Referees for yeah. me. I, I, 
I don't have to make a decision because it, it, it's broken anyway, but I would. I must admit, I've got to go for one. I've got to agree, and I, I'm, I'm sorry to talk, but I, I would have to go for refs as well. And I was one of the people that was right back shouting, yeah, we need to get with VAR, we need to get VAR, but we've literally just shifted the blame over. You know, it's just but, not worked, has it, in the Premier League? No. Um, like I say, unless, of course, the refs... Um, and the VAR, the VAR refs actually learn how to use the system properly and learn what an offside is, what a red card is, then it shouldn't be used. Just trust the ref's decision. Because not all, not all the time the VAR is used anyway. Because if you look at like the earlier stages of the Cups, and if it's like against, like if it was Man United versus a League 2 match, and it was at the League 2 matches, League 2 players, like the League Two Stadium, the VAR won't be used, so it doesn't get Actually, used all the time anyway. That is a bloody good point, Maisie, and, and I'm amazed. I'm shocked because it's come from you. But I make good points all the time. You just don't realise. You know that. what? In the <laughs> FA Cup last last season, and and a quick one, you know, round. Anybody can go for this, or, or all of you go for this. But in the same round of the FA Cup. If Leicester were playing Brentford at Leicester, we would have had VAR in operation. If we'd have been playing them at Brentford, we wouldn't have had VAR in operation. Surely that is unfair for the game. Very yeah. unfair, in my opinion. We either should have a VAR full stop for every single match in the FA Cup, for instance, or we should not have it at all. It's just as simple as that. You can't make one rule for one match and one rule for another match. Indeed. And I'm it not just shows, uh, the, wrong, the wrong people are making, uh, the wrong people are in control of football. Referees yes. and the uh, lunatics are, in are taking of over the asylum, days. Craig, haven't they? Well, like Chris they and are. YouTube. They're deciding. Yeah. <laughs> they're deciding. You know, they're, they're deciding how the game is played. They've got far too much power. They must have to report into somebody. Somebody appoints them. You know, whether it's UEFA yeah. or FIFA, I, I don't know. Somebody appoints them, but they're never held to account. And that's the other thing as well. When was the last they're time they so heavily protected? Yeah. They're so heavily protected. <laughs> you, you, you say one bad thing as a manager in a press conference, and you're done for. Yeah. You're slaughtered, yeah. you've got your fine. But do you know what? Let me just break this down into a simple a simple little term. If I have a bet with you, Dan, on the your finals of the Euros and it's like two quid and it's a, and it's like on how many yellow cards there's, that, that there's going to be um, and you're like, yeah, okay then, happy days, yeah, we do it. And then there's a bit of a controversial decision on one of the on one of the cards that gets rescinded and you lose the bet and it's two quid. What are you gonna say? You're gonna say, ah oh, he's burning that's a year's wages for him. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then but then but then if I said to you that then oh actually no this isn't a two pound bet. This is a two hundred grand bet. And then that same decision happens and you lose out what you then you're going to have a real problem, aren't you? Because then you're going to say, "Whoa, no, whoa, whoa, whoa!" And this is exactly the point with VAR, because you cannot, you cannot allow just referees to keep making the mistakes that they were making, i.e., Tottenham, the goal that never was, you know, or the goal that went in and it, uh, for us when it went in our net and we scooped it out and it was not given. When it was clear, that's a matter net. of fact. 
I'll tell you a better situation. VAR should have been put into use when when it was Sheffield United versus Aston Villa. Okay, VAR should have been used there. Just because his refer, just because his watch didn't go off, VAR should have looked at it and realised that the ball had gone over the line. VAR should have stepped in at that point. Villa should not be a Premier League club. But no, Craig. VAR didn't. It was all on the basis of some watch tick going off. Matter Bull- of fact. Bullshit. Right. I know what you're saying, Dan. But matter of fact, okay, somebody comes onto your driveway and nicks your car, the police turn come up and it's a car. It's right, I live in Burnley, car. mate. I don't live in Liverpool. It's I'm all right. It's an old, it's an old vintage car, yeah? <laughs> worth loads of money. The police come and they go, oh, where? Yeah, they pinched your car and you go, yeah, bastards. Look at that. Oh, there's all the broken glass. Right. Um. So uh, where's the video footage then? And you say, uh, well, no, I ain't got any. The police say, oh, sorry, mate. I'll see you later. Can't do nothing about it. Your insurance company say, where's your video footage? And you say, well, I ain't got any. Oh, sorry, nothing we can do. And you're out of pocket by three, four hundred grand off some really fancy old car that you've been loving and working on for all these years. Same thing. You can't. The difference you is, the difference is you've got one camera. You've got one camera focused on one artist. Yeah, but no, it's, it's not, not one camera. No, I'm on about the principle of it is that it's, look, this comes down to big decisions made when it is, is costing clubs huge amounts of money. And like I said before, you cannot just implement it in games where it means one team or the other because that's unfair for everybody else. And it's a, you, you either have it or you don't. And they, ha- they came to the decision that, look, because of the numbers that are involved here, it has to be, it has to be brought in. And you know what? It obviously but they're getting it wrong. It They've implemented it, and it's getting and it's been it's being used incorrectly. That's the thing. Um, mistakes that are made. It's that was me before we started, Chris. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how we all feel, isn't it? I, I tell you what. I I, Hold on a sec. Hold on. I think my headphones have switched themselves off. Yeah, they have. They keep doing that. Hello? Also, the problem is... <laughs> no, <don't> you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my headphones just switch themselves off the Bluetooth, right? And every now and again, they'll just switch off and I don't even notice. Just, you know, there's cheap knockoff ones that you buy. I've told you before. I think, you know what we should do? I think, you know, we, we, we've had like an, an hour's discussion here. I don't think we've actually, we will we'll have come come to a decision but i think i think we should ask an expert unbelievable jeff <laughs> when you meant the expert i always thought you meant me yes, <laughs> we know what you're an no. expert on uh, play it again chris play it again chris <laughs> unbelievable jeff <laughs> um but no you know what it's a it is it's a it's an interesting uh, topic. I mean, it is a topic that we will be discussing once more at the end of next season. It is, sure. and after every game, isn't it? I mean, you know, how much of these are we going to see next season? Okay. You know, I mean, that that's a that's a Liverpool. Yeah, hold on. Just leave there. that there, Chris. Mm. Just leave that there. So, okay. So, what I'm saying is, is you see where the yellow line is, yeah? If you put another yeah, like a blue or a red line next to the yellow line, goal side, right, and use like People work out what would give you a marginal advantage, right? And if that if if that guy's hand is not over that second line, which is the red line, he has no marginal advantage. He ain't offside. That's it's simple as that because they're going to keep the lines, whatever we say or anybody else says. That's going to stay. However, to make it just fair, 
have a second line of marginal It's not difficult. It's not difficult, is it? Move it backwards to move it backwards to their their furthest back point rather than the furthest forward point. Then it's clearly part of them is level. I, I don't understand why it's not a thing already. Do, do, do remind me, Craig. Did we score on that? Was that goal allowed? I can't remember. Yeah, it was allowed. Yeah. <laughs> well, that it looks. Was. It does look offside there. Um, oh I, yeah, Kate. I've got to say, I, I, I didn't think he ever had hair, to be honest with you. And certainly not on the top of his head, you know. <laughs> hey, let's not go there. Let's not go there. But, uh, hey, guys. Think, just, just a quick, 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 quick one, Chris. Just to so almost wrap it up. I don't think anybody's got a problem with VAR if it's consistently applied to the letters yeah. of the law of the game. Mm. And that's just the biggest time. It just takes time, Craig, to, for that to happen correctly. Well, that's the thing, though. That's continuous. what we were touching on earlier, though, Talk, that they change the rules season in, season out that much that mm. adaptation's well, not going to take course if they keep chopping and changing everything. Well, I think, to be fair, I mean, you look at how long the league's been going and when we were talking about the back pass thing, the back pass rule was brought in so that you couldn't, like, just time wasting the game. It was meant to be like, you know, you've got to keep the game going. So that's why the keeper can't pick it up. He has to kick it out. You know, that's why that is there. So, but when you have to be changed that, like that, that, it does take a little while to get used to. And that in itself, know, right right there, is a perfect example of the referees picking and choosing which laws they want to, to use. As any of us who have watched, I'm sure between us, thousands of games, ever seen a free mm -hmm. kick given for a goalkeeper holding the than six seconds it's a law it's in the rules of the game the laws of the game yet the referees decide to i'm not going to bother with that yeah. one i mean there are, well i think there are some laws in the game like in as there are in other uh ways but parts of life but you just think yeah all right well if we keep applying that we're gonna you know no, i agree practical. but why pick and choose which ones you want to apply well, yeah. Well, they need to rewrite the law and scrap that law altogether, yeah. then, or make it, or make it short, or, or actually tell them, no. If he holds that ball for more than six seconds, you get a card. I tell you what, you you blow up half a dozen times in a game, it will stop. Uh, every every time I think like. I'm going to bring this to an end now. I think of another question, <laughs> but it, it is just one of those topics, isn't it? But I, I have thought of another question. What? What? And I say, I said earlier that it wasn't fit for purpose, and I stand by that. Uh, I'll come to Maisie because she's been quiet, sat in the corner there. Somebody's put Maisie in the corner. I don't know who would do that. <laughs> no one but, puts Maisie in the corner. No, it's probably where she keeps her key ring. <laughs> I tell you, Maisie's having none of that. Um. Should I, I, I say I don't think it's fit for purpose, but Maisie, was it trialed enough? Should it have been trialed at lower league? You know, no disrespect to League Two, but should it have been trialed there for a few seasons before it was brought into uh, the Premier League? Because, and again, I say no disrespect to those teams, but you know, we're talking in the Premier League millions of pounds. I mean, how many millions of pounds did Leicester not get? by not qualifying for the Champions League. Now, that wasn't down to VAR, but if no, it was... No, you would have been in a worse situation. Yeah, we would. All right, all right, all right. But, you know, <laughs> you, you see the point I'm getting to, Maisie. Of course, yeah. I definitely see your point. Um, for me, yeah, I probably agree with you there. 
Um, it should be trialed in 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 a different country in a lower league. Trial it out elsewhere. Make sure the rules are the rules what are the best. What makes the game a better game as well? Um, once you know that's fully completed and you know VAR, VAR works that well, um, you don't have to wait ten minutes for a decision. You're you're not there having to uh, wait for to actually celebrate a goal because of VAR saying potential offside or potential um, handball. Then yeah. It should be it should be definitely trial because it's costing the Premier League a lot a lot of money. What it could be used elsewhere, really, couldn't it? Yeah. Any does anybody else think that it it should have been trialed more at the lower leagues? I'm not so sure because the, the standard in the lower leagues is not quite on par with the Premier League, is it? There are some, you yeah. know, because you could then say, okay, yeah, well that. You do it like this, then that's all right. But then when it comes into the Premier League, it's a little bit more finesse, shall we say, in the Premier League, in my opinion. Um, and then it wouldn't apply the same. I just think, you know what? <laughs> it's just a simple case of, look, we have to accept it. It ain't going anywhere until the FA decide that they don't want it anymore. Yes, Homer. Go on, Homer, son. <laughs> that's me. That's me. My missus calls me Homer because I'm like, when it comes to food, any, any kind of like, if we're talking about lampshades and, it, and it's <laughs> got anything that can I can resemble it to food, I'll just start doing the... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 well, look, I, I tell you what, I say, we've been at it now uh, an hour and 23 minutes and we, we're still, let's be honest with you, in the same position as we were when we came in, other than the fact that three, four of us <laughs> thought it should be the ref, one thought it should be the... We still just can't agree. <laughs> and... I think Talk said earlier that we would be um, talking about it after every game at the end of next season. I think we will. I don't think there's an easy answer to this. I just Ooh. hope that in a few seasons down the, 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 the line, if I'm still here to watch football, that it might be a bit more like Wimbledon and a bit more like rugby, where they have tweaked it. Personally, I think don't necessarily think it's VAR that needs tweaking. I think it's the laws. To, the laws should be changed to help VAR. But look... Thanks so much for, for, for coming in, guys. Give you a chance. Right to rise. I'm, I'm going to have to... You're going to have to change that. Otherwise, I'm going to call you rise forever and a day. It's cool, mate. You can call me whatever. Honestly, it's cool. All right, you bastard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Man United scum. Which, that's what which I one is that? I was going to say, I'm glad you said Man United scum. When you said bastard, I was wondering which one of us you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. I think we're both because we're pretty close to each other, mate. I think he's like... I'm glad you I'm glad you, you know you took time to finish your meal before you joined us. But thank you for coming in eventually. Oh. Yeah, give a shout out to. to your give a shout out to your channels, mate. Uh yeah, well just find me on Twitter at iTalkMU and you'll find me on Stevens channel, I speak the TV, the Man United Agenda, um yeah. Rich Sports, Football United TV, loads more that I want for you. That must be Burnley. There's a police siren going off. It's definitely not from my end. <laughs> definitely no, from yours. I'm sure. Who lives in Liverpool? Who lives in Liverpool then? Come on. I yeah. don't know. Scouts on air, Chris Lowe. He's talking about this. All right, please. Not well, Scouts. He's. I should say, everybody. I hate that accent. Everybody's everybody's socials are. Scouts one's bad either as well, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
you, you'll know what it's like being on the phone, Dan, when you're trying to listen to a Scouser or a Geordie trying to explain what's going on. But hey, well, talk, thanks very much, mate. Get yeah, in followed. No thanks for joining in, and uh, we'll see you around. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks mate. very much, mate. Stay safe. Cheers. No. Uh, Maisie, I've, I've actually sort of, you know, everybody's saying, been saying to us, like, what does Maisie look like? You know, we've never seen her. Well, you know. Have you seen the picture? <laughs> yeah, there she is. <laughs> and whether whether she's doing anything there with her key ring, of course, we, we you know. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I once tried to date. I once tried to date a woman who, who had a collection of um, of keys, but she kept fobbing me off. It's all Danny. Hey. Danny started it all off. I it don't is. know what you mean. We're playing Dan. He's a bad influence. Like, come on. It's Craig's fault, isn't it? We're not like this when Craig's not in, you know. And all the little <laughs> angels. He, look, he looks there like, you know, the little old, you know, grandfather, little wooden melt, and, you know, little house on the prairie, sat his rocking chair. I tell you what, he's bad. He's bad. Honestly, if you knew, I could tell you a few things, Maisie, about Craig. Make your eyes water. <laughs> Maisie, give you uh, give your Twitter a shout out. Yeah, it is at underscore underscore mufc maze. Nobody but a woman could come up with two underscores. Well, it's just easier, <laughs> isn't it? Like, no. I, yes, it is because it makes it even. But the thing is, when I go on to Twitter now, you've only got one underscore. Yeah, but if you, yeah, you can yeah, tell yeah, it's but... underscore, so you put two in. Oh, God. No wonder it took me about 20 hours to find you. It's because <laughs> you're not up to date with technology. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. I, 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 next time, I won't post you that letter. Maybe. <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us. All the best. Take care. Stay safe. You too. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, we're going through them now. Dan, we'll get rid of Dan, then we can have a proper conversation, you and me, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan, thanks very much for joining us. No problem. You'll need to go and get those splinters out your arse, won't you? Yeah, either that or fibres at mattress sticking to my arse. We've been in Burnley, you see. <laughs> well, I still don't know where that panda is. <laughs> but give Neither do I. <laughs> So you say. <laughs> <laughs> so, mate, give a shout out for your uh, socials as well. So, yeah, we are at Turf More House. Um, we are available on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. Just which, whichever you, whichever floats your boat. We'll try and we'll try and be a part of, and uh, hopefully you'll give us a listen and. Please do like and subscribe, but please do like and subscribe to Leicester Till I Die TV because uh, cracking channel, cracking content, and he Cheers, gets bro. cracking panellists like Craig on. Yeah, uh, hey, <laughs> the money, I would say the check's in the, the post, but that would show my age. The, the, the PayPal transfer is on its way to you. Yeah. Is it? I've just seen a pigeon go <laughs> splat against my window with a note attached to his <laughs> That's it. I tell you what, you do that much now. You you need a separate show just to do your goodbyes and list everything, don't you? 
just a tad. Just a tad. But thanks very much for coming on, mate. Uh, again, oh, your link's, in, your links in the um, in in, in the, below in the YouTube description. Thank you very much. And hey, have a good night tomorrow night. You you out with the missus? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. No, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Depends whether she's been good or not, I suppose. Yeah. Depends what depends if she behaves. Let's just have one last uh, (laughs) one last look at uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, stop that, Dan. It's a good job I didn't do that when he had them two girls grinding up bloody screen, (laughs) isn't it? I did it then, that would have been wrong. That's his delivery for later. (laughs) <laughs> right thanks very much dan take care <laughs> <laughs> all the best mate have a good week see you in a bit take care. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys bye 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 oops hey <laughs> i took the wrong one <laughs> you, you just you, see, you, look, you look the same you're very oh, easy sad. to confuse <laughs> see you dan thanks very much. see you in a bit Cheers. Yeah, oh craig thanks so much for coming on mate so I say, are we any the wiser? Um, no. no, no. But I think we can definitely say refs won, though. We won. I make that three <laughs> 0 Well, Paul Brad's not here to sort of uh, favour. Yes, yeah, so maybe I need to take a bribe on one of these so that uh, so that you lose, mate. Sorry, it didn't quite go as planned. Um, no worries. But there we go. Stay hang around afterwards because I've got a quick word with you. Take care, mate. All the best. Okay. Thanks for coming on. And yeah. um I might see you tomorrow night. All right, mate. Take care. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Cheers. Bye. If you want to catch up on us on YouTube, it is like you've said before, um Lester Till I Die TV. Uh give us a subscribe, uh, give us a a like, uh, a follow, do everything for us because we're, we're trying to get to the first thousand. That would be great. Tomorrow night, um, you will catch us. Oh, sorry, I should say, I nearly forgot then, uh, on all the Spotify's, Amazon Music, uh, Apple iTunes and Google, if you want to listen to us rather than look at us. And I don't blame you. Craig's the good-looking one. I'm the ugly one. So you'd probably be better off listening. <laughs> we're back tomorrow, 7 o'clock. We're going to be having a look at Ryan Bertrand. Yeah, I do like to make him French. Mr. Bertrand. Now, Ryan Bertrand, have we signed him yet? I don't think we have. That's a bloody long medical. What are they, are they doing? Have they gone up one end trying to get out the other? Or is it all going to fall flat through? Well, we'll be talking to a Southampton fan, Mike, from Match Day Vlogs tomorrow. He'll be coming on and giving us a lowdown on Ryan and letting us know, basically, should we be getting him? He looks good on paper. Anyway, we're letting us know all about it and i won't mention the fact that he was sent off in that nine nil win at all no i won't and then well, we should be back at 8 30 as we preview the fact there's a game this weekend yeah eight o'clock sunday night it's the final england versus italy come on come on england see you tomorrow at seven if not at 8 30 thanks so much for joining us thanks to all the panelists it's been great stay safe guys and i'll see you tomorrow hello Good night. matt elliott here be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
episode has come to an end. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.